Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast. My name is uh, Paul Mann and I will be hosting the show tonight. And I've been joined by Eric Argard to talk about an absolutely brilliant win. How how are you doing, Eric? Hello, Paul. Yeah, very well after that. Absolutely delighted. How are you, more importantly? Ah, uh, I think as uh, they used to have on uh, Reading Twitter quite a lot, uh, officially Reading FC buzzing. They used to have <laughs> for a period of absolutely loving that on the um, uh, Twitter. And I think I'm right there. That yeah. was such a bonus result for me, beating Preston 2-1, moving us up to 19th. Four points clear of Rotherham, probably five, because we've got a 10, uh, our goal difference is 10 better than theirs. So just sum that up quickly, how good that feels. Uh, yeah, obviously, absolutely amazing. And, and even better than the result is the way we played, I think, in the first half. I thought we were dominant. We made Preston look fairly ordinary, and they're a team pushing for the playoffs. So absolutely delighted with that. Second half, we were hanging on a bit, but uh, that, I think the second half was quite disrupted by injuries from them and us. And uh, yeah, good to, to, to get the win. And I mean, the, the goal was right at the last minute. So I, I didn't actually feel that nervous. Um, I was quite comfortable. I was nervous when that cross came in in the last minute. Yeah. Anyone who says they weren't, I'm a bit worried about them because that was a horrible moment. When I've just looked back at it on the um, uh, video, it's actually a really difficult header. It was tight. Yeah. He was in the score, but... Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, I, I felt comfortable right up until they scored. I felt fairly comfortable. So I think, um, yeah, it was just really nice to, to, to actually be 2 0 up for a change with a bit of a cushion because usually we're kind of hanging on to a single goal lead or something like that. So it was nice to have a two goal cushion, which obviously we needed in the end. So. Yeah, totally. I mean, let's go through that first half performance. I actually missed the first 15 minutes. Did anything happen in those first 15 minutes, Eric? I actually had the people that I go with, they were stuck on the M4 for the first 15 minutes and they asked me the same question. And the only thing that happened was Preston had a free kick right at the edge of the area uh, in a really good position, but it hit the top of the wall. Uh, other than that, we started fairly okay and it was fairly even, those first 15. And then I think probably from the time you turned up, um, they they started playing well and and what a what a true fan you are. I would say that. To attend. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Fair play to you. I think uh, it's madness. I think it's madness personally. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> let's have uh, EPR three reaction uh, to that uh, result today. And a lot of it is about um, uh, one person only, and that is uh, Mr. Rinomoto. What a performance from him. Um, Rinomoto is king from Dave Stevens. We've got Rinomoto, Rinomoto, Rinomoto from Paul Tanner. There's so many about him. Rinomoto masterclass. It was just, he just comes into the team and Rhino is back from Dave McCormack. It's just, he just makes everything tick, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah, it's spectacular, but he just works, doesn't he? He's a real presence in there and, I, I think someone like Lewis Baker has been an unsung hero in recent games, you know, trying to play a holding midfield role, which clearly isn't his position. But you could just tell the difference when Rinomoto is there. He, he he makes Lewis Baker look a lot better next to him just because he has that physical presence. And he also allows then Swift to, to move into a more forward position where obviously he's more comfortable. Um, and we, we all saw that for the first goal. Oh, the pass for the first goal from Swift to Barrow was... Uh, I'm a bit worried about saying this, but it was Gilfie-esque. 
Yeah, I was thinking about that he did on a weekly basis. I'm not saying he's anywhere near as good as him. But yeah, it was spectacular. I was thinking of a certain uh, Marek Matejovski with that kind of pass. I thought it was absolutely sublime. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It's one of those moments and you think, if we score this goal here, it's going to be beautiful. And at the end of it was Mate, who before that, I don't think was having his best game, but that seemed to bring him to life. Just a, say a simple tapping, but you've got to be there to finish it, haven't you? And yeah, and if you, yeah. if you look where he started, Mate, he was way behind a defender and the desire to get in front of him and, and put it away was, was phenomenal. And uh, I think I saw someone on Twitter say that he'd just landed from the Ivory Coast like 48 hours before and, he, you know, he put a real shift in. So fair play to Mate. He's not always the most pretty on the eye. He's not got all the quality all the time, but God, does he work hard? Yeah, totally. I've, I, I'd have him down as my man of the match today. Um, not always for his quality, um, but it's just this sheer endeavour and his work rate. There was a couple of times in the second half where he went on really good runs to get into the Preston North End uh, penalty area. And uh, I'm going to be kind to him here. I think he just fell over out of exhaustion. Preston fans may look at that differently. <laughs> I have to admit that. But yeah, yeah uh, I thought he was... Yeah, I think it is over man of the match, but lots of people give it to Rinomoto. You could give it to um, uh, Miazga. I thought he was really good as well. Who would you yeah, give it to? I was going to say Miazga, but potentially. Mm. I thought he was a, a real rock in the back. I think I only saw one missed pass from him the whole game. The rest of the time, he was just dominant. And um, the only other candidate would be someone like Ajaria, who I thought had a really yeah. good game coming back. Yeah, I asked him uh, on Twitter, who would you give him to your man of the match? And Dave Stevens has said uh, he's coming up again, Dave Stevens. getting two mentions. Really, mate, uh, probably had the biggest impact overall. Barrow, strong contender for creating one and scoring one. But come yep. on to that second goal in a minute. That was, oh, If you're a Preston fan, that's going to give you nightmares. <laughs> totally. Uh, really, mate, all day long. Mate, and Miazga, good as well from Matt M. And uh, Robert Stevens, Miazga. That second goal. For us today, as as a Preston fan, that was a horror show, but I loved it. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're tearing your hair out, aren't you? Yeah. If you're, if you're seeing your team do that. But it, it's it's quite rare that we get those for us, if you know mm. what I mean. I don't seem to think that we get that many of those types of goals. And you think Barrow, with his pace, he should be doing that more often. And that was absolutely brilliant by him. But what is the defender doing? Just kick it out. <laughs> Yeah, the defender kind of miskicks it back to the penalty area. And then the, def- the Preston defender and the goalkeeper just did that. They can't decide yeah. who's going to go for it. And Barrow, you know, fair play to him. He keeps, keeps going. You get one of those probably every two or three years in a career. Doesn't yeah. stop. And then he's got the easiest tap in. Yeah. And yeah, like we said, he, he created one Barrow and he scored mm. one. So good performance for him, actually, for also playing up front which is in his natural position so yeah that that second goal though if you're if you're Preston you're absolutely fuming with that aren't you <laughs> yeah that, it's the kind of goals that we've conceded earlier in the season it yeah was all- and we, I mean we, we we tried our best didn't we with uh, McShane coming on <laughs> we could see similar <laughs> things happening he was that definitely was a bit, nervous, a bit say, rusty yeah. wasn't he Mr McShane yes more than a bit rusty uh even Gomez said after the match his thrust his first three touches, uh, Paul McShane, were not that good. Didn't really work out for him, but he improved as he went on. So, I suppose you have to say that Paul McShane has to take months of him. Yeah. You've got to give him yeah. a bit of... But it's just the comparison between him and Miazga wow. and the lack of composure. It's just night and day. 
Um, and, and and if you look at the way Gomez wants to play, McShane just doesn't really fit. It's a it's a round peg in a square hole, unfortunately. And even when he comes back to full match fitness, uh, well, I don't think he's his contract is up, isn't it? So I don't think he'll be yes. a running player for much longer. No, no, I don't think so as well. I think he'll be off in the summer, probably League One or I don't know, a bit of SBL action, maybe America. You never know. These are the kind of places that people end up now, isn't it? But good luck to him. Yeah. I don't lack his um, uh, commitment to the team and everything. I don't think that's an issue. He's been a he's been a decent servant and he's been mm. captain and he just doesn't really fit into the Gomez way of playing. He's getting a little bit older now. His legs are perhaps going slightly. Um, so yeah, I, I, I I'm not going to miss him that much. But no, uh, he's been a, de- he's been a decent server, servant. Yeah. yeah. In the playoff season, he was excellent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you should remember both sides, I think, really, with him. He's, um, yeah, I think he's not at his peak anymore. So, Ajaria uh, also had a great save, a great shot, and that was saved by Rudd, the Preston goalkeeper. That goes in. There's delirium at half time. It was 3 0. I mean, 2 0 was good. Uh, crowd being a uh, crowd applauding the team off like we've won the match. <laughs> I don't know whether that was relief, amazement, or kind of we're getting our team back. It felt it feels like that's happening. It feels like the spirit and connection with the players and the fans is just coming back. It, it feels really good at the moment. Exactly that. And I think the performers deserved it. So they played really well. And uh, yeah, they were applauding, uh, applauded off at half-time. Ajaria, that shot, and that would have been one of the goals of the season, I think, if that had gone in. What a great save by the keeper who pushed on. It was a post. brilliant save. He's yeah. got that in him though, Jari. I think he's a player that if we were able to keep him, uh, say, for next season on him alone or permanent, I think he'd build and build. Yeah. He's got some lovely tricks and he has a good shot on him. And that is the thing. That's what Swift had earlier in this when he first signed for us. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got some quality. And I think if you get him in a team that's playing consistently well, I think we're going to do, he'd do well for us. I mean, we're we're picking up points all the time now. In March, March has been brilliant for us. You know, if you get your team up to the top of the table, the confidence just grows. I mean, it's kind of I'm not sure. I think we may be about to get a jar in, maybe Baker. And obviously, it looks like Oliveira could be a possibility. But sadly, I don't think Martinez or Miazga are going to be joining us permanently. I think they're they, too. Yeah, and I think the key as well will be holding on to Rinomota. Um, yeah. But I mean, if we could sign another couple of free signings, loan players here and there, then. Obviously, March, 15 uh, points available. We've taken 10 points. So that's playoff form rather than relegation form. And Totally. It doesn't matter. Give all, seconds, yeah. yeah, all the credit's got to go to uh, the club for signing those players in January. Gomez, I think, said it was a team effort. And uh, obviously, Gomez as well has turned, turned it around. It looked pretty miserable. If you look at the position we were when we were in the bottom three at one point, we were way behind. And so to even be where we are now is pretty spectacular. We were five points behind at one point, and now we're four points clear with a much better goal difference. So it's essentially a 10-point swing. Yeah, and the <laughs> big thing you, you've got to question is how did Rotherham come back from a 6-1 defeat today? They took an absolute battering. And they've got um, Forest next week, which will not be easy again. I mean, I know we've got Hull, but we've got the buffer now. Yeah, mentally, 6-1 drubbing, that's pretty bad when you're in that bottom three already. Um, so, essentially, yeah. they need to win two more games than us. And yeah. there's only seven games left. Yeah, and it's, that's going to be a real problem for them, thankfully. Yeah, and also, you think about Birmingham. Like, how are they going to... Because they lost again yesterday. They've had that deduction. They're only one point ahead of us. 
So that game, last game of the season at the Madstand might be might be a crucial one. Let's so, hope um, not. Let's hope we're clear by then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think you've got Leeds and Sheffield United in the next two matches as well. So you'd probably say that's two defeats. I know Sheffield United lost the game, but still. Um, yeah. They're yeah. A team that don't lose any games. No. But yeah, moving on to the second half, there were some strange things happening in that second half. Hull made multiples, made two substitutions at half time. Then one of them gets injured, I think, so has to go off only after a few minutes of being on the pitch. Pearson for them, he's kind of fit, injured. I don't know where he was. He was kind of all over the place in that second half. Played against really, I'd say, ten and a half men. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. lost Swift and Barrow, which really killed our midfield completely. And we brought on, as we mentioned earlier, Paul McShane. And yeah, that really, going back to three, uh, five at the back, even Gomez said after the match, it kind of alluded to the fact that didn't really work, did it? At all. <laughs> no, I was looking at, looking at one point and we were playing 5 5 noughts, which was a, a strange formation decision. But um, yeah, I think AD Williams said on the radio, we, we got the win, which is the main yeah. thing. So let's not dwell on it too much. Let's take the positive. No, and, no. I just wanted, yeah. like I said to you before, could we brought on Harriet maybe instead of McShane? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. We got through it, like you're saying. That is the vital point. It doesn't really matter, does it? got the three points. None of us really expected to get those three points before the match. I'm not sure that some Redden fans believe that, but I definitely was not one of them. It's I was, kind of... Yeah, I wasn't feeling that confident before the game. They they were unbeaten in a, a lot of the games and they'd won the last few away games. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a relief to see them play that well. I think that was the biggest positive for me. Like It was nice to have Rinabota back and I think that made the difference. And also having Oliveira back on the bench after potentially yes. hearing he was going to be out for the season now to have him back on the bench and Gomez even said to AD Williams after the game if he had needed Oliveira he would have put him on because he Oliveira said he's ready to help the team which is absolutely amazing fair play to Oliveira for getting himself back yeah his uh, when he signed for us uh, Nelson Oliveira people doubted his um uh ability to mix with the team they didn't think he was a team player they thought he'd cause issues off the pitch Everything that he's done has been the complete opposite of that. Yeah, he's been a real a leader. Almost, a leader. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. And some of those goals, like the goal at Ipswich, the goal against Blackburn, absolutely phenomenal and crucial to our season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be back at Hull next week. Because as much as I like Movara up front and as much as he played well, um, I think Oliveira up front just gives us a different dynamic and makes us a lot better. We need to get that Brazilian witch doctor over here. We need to get him rubbing that hamstring because we need something. I mean, if he can get an Elson Oliveira back that quickly, we need, we need to employ him full time. Just yeah. get him on all the players. We've had so many injury problems. We need to get him in. Yeah, maybe John, John Daddy Bob Barson should take a trip and Sam Baldock. <laughs> I think that could be wise, but I'm not sure he can provide that much of a miracle. Um, but we'll see. So in the second half, it was, I felt Preston, they huffed and puffed. But until they scored that goal, they weren't really going anywhere. Martinez barely had a shot to save. Maybe one in the second half before the goal that was kind of straight at him. More yeah. Back pass and an actual shot. Preston would be, they must hate playing us. I think that's now one, one, one win at Reading in 19 for them. Yeah, 
the only the, the only efforts were tame. The only thing he did have was crosses to deal with, really. And Martinez, as we've seen, is what one of his strengths. He's really commanding in that box. It's so much nicer than having someone that just wants to punch it all the time. He goes and grabs it. It's great. Yeah, he's just brilliant. He is. Yeah, as we've said so many times, he's a Premier League goalkeeper. Oh, he really is. Yeah. I think there's a few. There's a few in our team now that really their future is at a high level. I think Martinez. I think Miazga. I think Rinomoto as well. If we can hold on to Rinomoto in the summer, then we have something to build on. Yeah, I mean, I've thrown in uh, uh, Miazga as well in that central defence. Uh, he just so rarely loses a ball in that. You know, aerial battles. It's not just that though. He's really good on the ball. And he seems to read the game. There was a couple of times when Preston had one-on-one to them. They just couldn't get past him. Yeah, their left winger that came on, the one who went off injured, he was he went past Yedom a couple of times and was starting to cause some trouble. And then one of the times he was up against Miazga and he just couldn't get past him. Miazga just bossed it, made it look so easy. It's great. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's class. Like, you can see why Chelsea signed him. And yeah, yeah. Again, player who some people doubted his attitude... Because he finished his loan spell, you know, he made a bit of a deal of that when he left the club. He was out in France, and I can't remember which one it was now. But it's uh, he can't question them. All the players that have come in on loan have been absolutely brilliant. But I'm going to bring up the biggest moment I think of this for the club in the last few years. Isn't those signings? Isn't the appointment of Gomez? It's the removal of Rongole. That has changed our whole season. Yeah, but if he's still here, we are not in this position. We're I really don't believe that. Yeah. I mean, you could, I strongly don't believe that. We're on a constant downward spiral from the moment yeah. Gourlay takes over until he leaves. And then as soon as he leaves, all of a sudden things start to improve. And credit to Nigel Howe. <laughs> really, yeah. really shook things up. And the first thing, obviously, was getting rid of Clement um, and, and really starting afresh. Which was which was just what we needed, and it was the only thing that we could have done that he could have done in order to get us away from that horrible position. But it's quite clear that Ron Gourlay was um, trying not to swear, but absolutely useless. Um, which is uh, which is a shame because when he came in, you're thinking, oh, he's got a good CV and hopefully he can do things, but he's just absolutely terrible. And a lot of the decisions he made were really strange. And yeah, uh, like you say, probably the most important. Um, moment in the last few years at least yeah totally because i think uh like you say downward spiral was getting completely out of control and the players that we've got in have all been good it's just lovely to go into a match now i mean i know i said that i didn't think we were going to win today but it's lovely game the atmosphere is so much better the players you can see 100 percent from all the players lone players as well there's no questions about commitment, which we saw for so long. All the players that were possibly questioned about that, they've all gone. Maybe it's out on loan or permanent, but, you know, I saw something the other day about a player, a current player in the Football League, saying that playing too much on the Xbox or PlayStation or whatever it is, is David uh, career. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it is David Mailer, but that would be an example of someone how that could happen. Yeah, and uh, it's nice to just go onto social media and to listen to local radio and not hear people asking for Phil Parkinson. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Phil. I love Phil as a person. I used to know Phil as a person a little bit, but not as a manager. No. Even yes, as a manager, he's he's been half decent. You know, he did things with Colchester, did things at yeah. some places, but yeah. <laughs> In just, League One. 
Yeah, well, I wish exactly. some of the argument that people gave forward was that if we went down, and at that point he looked very likely, and we still could, but yeah, I just wouldn't want him back for multiple reasons, which I've gone through. You know? Yeah, but it just makes you know the likes of Tim Della and uh, Aidy Williams, etc. The 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 Phil Parkinson number one fan club, uh, along with a few of the fans on social mm-hmm. media. Just, um, yeah, hopefully they they've changed their tune now and can agree well, that Gomez is the way forward. Totally. Well, Gomez, not only are we winning some matches, more than a few now, uh, we're playing good football. Yeah. And I don't know what good football is. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, something that's easy. It's attractive, isn't it? Entertaining football, which is yeah. nice to watch. Uh, penetrating passes, not just like towards the end of the Stam era, we were just passing it around the back and then losing it, which is pointless. Whereas Gomez is more possession with a purpose. Um, penetrating passes, really good on the break, high pressing, winning the ball back in advanced areas, all that kind of stuff, which as a fan, you, you kind of like to see. Um, certainly much more attractive than some of the stuff we played under Mr. Clements. So, yeah, uh, the results are the most important thing, but obviously having that plus some nice football to watch, especially in the first half today, then, yeah, brilliant. Interesting today, we only had 37% possession. So oh, it really? shows that we can win games in different ways, which is perfect. You don't yeah. want to have just one way of playing. And I think that's something that Gomez is slowly, well, I wouldn't say slowly, he's learning pretty rapidly, quickly, rapidly at the moment, because, you know, he's new to the championship and he hasn't had the luxury of signing any players that he knows. So maybe in the summer, a couple of players, you know, he can trust into the team and... I don't know, we'll have to wait and see, but hopefully we will stay in the championship. I'm feeling very optimistic about that right now. How we deal at Hull City next week? Then I have tough. Hull and no much. Yeah, it will be tough away to Hull, but at the moment I don't think we fear anyone, do we? Having beaten Preston, look at where they are. Having gone to having gone to Ipswich and won. I mean, I know Ipswich are terrible, but we actually we played really badly in that game and we still managed to dig out a win. So uh, obviously, the comeback against Wigan, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, really yeah, positive. That match against Wigan, how big is that now? Oh, yeah. What do you think? The the last minute winner against Ipswich, and then the last mm. minute winner against Wigan. Um, Nelson Oliveira's winner against Blackburn. There's some real crucial sort of key mm. moments of the season. And now, yeah, I feel more confident. I mean, obviously, the more teams we have between us and the the relegation zone, the better. We like you say, Rotherham took an absolute trouncing today. They're, 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 hopefully, their confidence is terrible. Hopefully, that Ajayi stops um, scoring goals. I was getting sick of him. <laughs> getting totally sick of him. Every week, yeah. see him on the score sheet. Just unbelievable. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, hopefully, um, people like Birmingham are just on a downward spiral. They haven't won in ages. And that should just be enough. I think we only need a few more points now to be, to be safe. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it up there and I'm going to say it's fucking great to be a Reading fan at the moment. It hasn't <laughs> been like that for a while. Um, I know we're not getting anywhere near the top, but there's something happening. I am fully on board with the Gomez uh, love Joe, basically. I think yeah, he's yeah. Way forward. And there's optimism. Why not just enjoy it, soak it up. We've had misery for the last 18 months before he got here. Going to the Medeski Stadium is now good. Enjoy it, team, fans, back as one. Love it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers.